0: Hey everybody, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about getting back up, getting back in the ring in your fight against porn. Let's go. Hey, are you struggling with porn? Is porn taking up too much of your time? Is this becoming an unhealthy habit? Is porn ruining your relationships with the ones that you love the most? Are you becoming somebody that you never thought you could be? Is the lying, the shame, the pain, the regret? Is it getting old? it time for a change if you are interested in starting this journey of recovery and reclaiming your life you have come to the right place i'm your host mac and this is the porn free millennial podcast Hey, everybody, it is good to be back. Uh, this is Mac with Porn Free Millennial, and it's been a little bit of time since my last podcast. Looking back at it, my last pod that I did do was Porn Prison, and that was October 15th. So it's been over two months, and I uh, really just want to share, like, personally, just like what I've been going through the last two months, and uh, hopefully that can help encourage you uh, in your you know, struggle and your journey, your experience, your recovery, uh, from porn with porn, uh, it is a battle. It is a fight. And, uh, that's why today's theme has to do with getting back in the ring because I got my ass handed to me. I will just say that much. Uh, I had a few relapses, uh, with porn, uh, which means, you know, uh, reverted back to that to, uh, to quote-unquote solve a lot of uh, feelings that I was having, a lot of negative feelings, self-doubt, some depression, uh, things like that, and uh, I went back to some old habits in October. And uh, that really landed me uh, flat on my back, if you're to keep with the fight metaphor. I felt like I got an uppercut from Mike Tyson, Uh, so I wanted to talk through that because uh, I think it is really important uh, for me, and I think for all of us when we're going through this, is to be vulnerable, to be honest, uh, to share. Because uh, you know these are opportunities to get back on our feet and get back in the ring. So I wanted to start this off by just a, a quote uh, that's actually from Mike Tyson. Uh, if you don't know Mike Tyson, uh, he is a Hall of Fame uh, boxer one of the best to ever do it. He was known for just knocking people out pretty viciously. Also biting the ear off or part of the ear off of Evander Holyfield in a fight, uh, which was kind of nuts. So he was kind of like an out of control guy. Uh, you know, just very vicious boxer. Uh, everyone was pretty afraid of him. He just would knock people out pretty quickly. Like first round, which is just unheard of. Um, one of the scariest boxers of all time. Uh, now he's a, seems like a pretty chill dude. Uh he actually has a pretty good podcast. I think it's called Hot Boxing with Mike or something like that, but uh he's a lot more mellow now. Um and uh I thought that'd be a, a good quote from him was uh everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Uh that really resonated with me uh because if you look back at my last podcast or at some of my Substack articles I was going on eight eight months of sobriety. So that means like no masturbation, no porn. And I was feeling really good, feeling pretty confident. Uh, I just got back from, I I did this like, uh, this road trip across the country in my RV. Uh, Bought an RV back in March. And that's when my divorce finalized. And then in June, uh, I embarked pretty much on... I'd say pretty much a cross-country road trip. I mean, I went from Colorado all the way down to Florida to Key Largo, which is like the southern tip of Florida, almost the southern tip of the United States, and then kind of worked my way back up through South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, and then a bunch of other states in the Midwest like Ohio, uh, Nebraska, Kansas. And uh, it was a great trip. I think I really needed it. I needed to get out and explore – and to kind of, uh, I guess like find myself again, I know it's like a stereotypical thing to say, but, uh, just reconnect with who I am on my own. And, uh, it was like a once of a lifetime kind of trip in the sense of, you know, I hope I don't have to go through another divorce again, <laughs> but it is kind of like that. Like it was a trip that I needed to go on and it was, you know, something I was planning out, but also spontaneous as well. Um, and I got back from my trip, uh, mid September And uh, I've been staying uh, in my RV at at my parents' place for like the holidays and just to save some money. And uh, I just got knee surgery last week. So just some things just to kind of do, like to um, lay low for a little bit after a big trip. And uh, I think I really found myself when I got back. I didn't really have, I kind of had a plan still like with my sobriety and and things like that. But my, my lifestyle, my routines were all off because... I was used to being on the road and being alone, and uh, having all these things to do because I was always in like a different city. I was uh, trying a lot of local food, seeing local music, just meeting strangers. Uh, yeah, everything was pretty much new. A lot of the places like I've never been before. I was doing a lot of fishing, uh, a lot of time outside, uh, like hiking uh, and being with my two dogs, and I, I felt like uh, that was a new lifestyle for me and then when i got back home you know it was kind of more of a sedentary lifestyle where you know i wasn't out about in, in out and about in my rv but kind of back at home back where i grew up and i think that brought back just some like memories old habits and just like uh i feel like my my routine was just really off uh and my sleep was off like it just felt like everything kind of shifted and i, I really wasn't uh it's like I was in the ring, but like my, my mind wasn't really focused on like the opponent in front of me. And then, uh, I think just things just started to slip. Uh, I think I, I stopped, uh, went, I'll kind of talk to you a little bit of just kind of how I, I kind of go back. It's almost like kind of like an autopsy, just thinking about like, like how things kind of happened and, and how I think like things kind of led up to like the relapse. And I'm going to use that word a lot, relapse, uh, um, just because it's a term that I think, uh, I've used kind of through recovery and it's just like when you, it's, it's kind of like you have this big lapse where your sobriety ends and you kind of go back on all these things that you were doing that were really positive for you, like positive habits, uh, positive, um, behaviors. And you kind of turn on that and you go kind of the opposite direction. So if you're going North, you just go South. And you kind of get back to rock bottom to where you just feel absolutely awful. Uh, You have a relapse, relapse typically for me, is like when I'm feeling terrible. And then you have the relapse and it just makes you feel even that much worse. But looking back on it, uh, I think I started to lose sight of like meaning. Like what my meaning was. Like what my why was. Like why am I doing this? Like why am I going through this recovery and, like, putting in all this hard work, like, what's, what's my goal here, I lost track of that, I think I lost track, too, of just being, like, completely honest, like, with my feelings, kind of started to disconnect a little bit, like, I still did, um, like, daily check-ins with my brother, because that's a big thing that I do, also, I do, like, bi-weekly meetings with my coach, uh, Vern, who also has the podcast Finding Traction, definitely check that out. He's he's amazing and he also offers coaching programs. So I'm doing a coaching program with him. So we meet bi weekly and then I also have a therapist that I meet with bi weekly. Uh, so I have a lot of that set up, but I just felt like I wasn't that like it wasn't like I was like that like committed or plugged in to it. It kinda just felt like it was like just something to do. And I feel like when that happens you stop, to, you stop like really sharing like like truly like honest things that are happening. And what I mean there is sometimes it can be just something very small, something very tiny um, that might be happening in your day or like a habit. Like let's just say like scrolling on your phone um, or like checking somebody out a little bit too long at like the store or at the gym. Those things might kind of look small uh, and be small. But when you kind of do them with unchecked and you're not really thinking about it, you're not really aware of it, sometimes that behavior, at least, you know, if you if you have had problems with porn, it can kind of build up uh, over time to where your scrolling habit then is like, okay, I'm scrolling. And now I'm scrolling with the addition of like looking for stuff or like edging. And edging is kind of a term for like you're edging kind of on the on the boundary of like what, What's, like, kind of the red line for you, like, to cross to, like, end your sobriety? So, I feel like I started to, like, edge a lot to where I was kind of going on, like, the boundaries of, like, what was acceptable, where I knew it was wrong. But then I wasn't doing a good job of, like, just really calling that out and then, like, putting actions with it. Um, So, I'd say, like, I think for me it was definitely, like, losing track of, like, what my why was And then, like, losing track of, uh, I think, just being, like, aware my self-awareness and, like, sharing that with others. And then, I think, third, uh, for me, I think it it was just, like, the habits that I was doing before that were healthy for me, uh, those kind of stopped. And I didn't, like, have a plan for, like, how to continue, like, the positive things for me. So, like, for instance, like, when I was traveling, you know, I was getting outside a lot. Uh, you know, in October, it's starting to get colder in Colorado, Colorado's weather is kind of funny. Like, like today it's probably like 55 degrees out and sunny. Uh, but I think around that time it was getting colder. Uh, you know, I stopped going outside as much, uh, going to the gym was kind of like up and down, hard to get consistent with that. I feel like my energy levels are really bad. I wasn't getting good sleep. Um, and all that stuff kind of like built up. And then I started to feel just like all this pressure on me because, Uh, You know, I started this podcast in, like, my writing because I think it's important for me to, like, share my story with other people uh, because I do think, like, this is, like, a big deal in our society, like, in our country, in America, but also just across the world, uh, like, just with porn and and how how, uh, we talk about it and uh, how it actually is, like, a problem. It's a problem. It's problematic on many different levels. But I, I view it as something that needs to be talked about. And and if I can do that and I can share, you know, my story, hopefully I can help somebody else. Hopefully I can give somebody the courage as well to share like their story and to share like what they're going through. So I started to feel all this pressure because I'm like, you know, I'm I'm not really acting like a good role model here. I'm on the verge of, you know, relapsing after eight months of sobriety. Aren't I supposed to be like this, uh, this leader, this hero, you know, this, this figure that's like impervious to this stuff. And I got kind of lost in the sauce because (laughs) I I mean, I I think, uh, the thing with recovery is it's, it's not like you just hit this, this point and you're done. Uh, it's just a lifestyle. It's a way to live. You have to live it every day. You can't just like, Oh, I, you know, I met this milestone and now I'm done this is like a, it's, it's a way of living, uh, and it's a way of living that accepts that sometimes we're going to fail. Sometimes we're going to fall short, but that's like a part of the process, right? It's a part of being human. It's a part of being flawed. Um, but it's also a part of, um, like recovery. Like you can't like recovery is something happened, right? There's some wound we're trying to heal. There's some trauma that we're healing. And, it's deep. Like it's really deep. I think I've shared before that, like for me, it all pretty much started when I was like 10 years old and then carried onward pretty much like unabated, unchecked for a really long time. And that stuff gets like woven into your, your, your muscle memory gets woven into who you are and it takes time, uh, and patience. And it takes like self love to get through that. So, Mm -hmm. I wanted today just to share that with you and to share like, yeah, like I had multiple relapses. Um, I'm 18 days sober right now and, uh, feeling like I'm in a lot better of a headspace. Um, you know, something that came up with me, you know, when I, when I had my relapse, uh, I felt so ashamed, you know, I felt so sick to my stomach. You know, I felt like, you know, I lost the fight, you know, I got knocked out. Uh, I watch boxing, but I'm kind of more of a UFC fan. I don't know if any of you follow the UFC. I absolutely love the UFC. I could talk about it forever. The uh, UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship, there's just some amazing fighters out there uh, that sometimes they get knocked out. Um, guys that you think are like invulnerable that are on these huge win streaks or they're the champion. And then they get beat by somebody uh that you weren't really expecting. Uh it just goes to show you like that Mike Tyson quote is like everyone has a plan until they're they're hit in the mouth. Like sometimes something just hits you. And sometimes you can't even like really prepare for it. Um, at least for my relapse, I think there's things I could have looked back on and changed, but the mindset I was in back then, I just was really in a dark place. Uh just a lot of different emotions that were swirling up and I just let that kind of get the better of me. And that, that ended up with me being knocked out. But why I brought that up was nobody wants to get knocked out. Like, it's embarrassing. Um, it really, like, it's like a it's like you see all these replay clips, like, on social media of just these crazy knockouts. No one wants to be on the other side of that, right? And I feel like that's kind of how I felt, like, when I had my, my relapse. Like, I'm just like, jeez, like, I created this podcast. I you know, start writing and being really open, like in a public way, like this is public, right? Like I'm putting it out in the public that, that I've struggled with this. Right. And I got lost in the, lost in the whole sauce of being like, I have to be perfect. I have to, you know, be this, this emblem of hope. And without like really thinking about like what the, the important part of all of this is to be honest and to be vulnerable and to share like what I'm going through. Uh, and I think that that brings like a uniqueness to what my message is, is that I'm sharing this as I'm going through it. It's not like I just hit this milestone where I've been porn free for like five to 10 years or whatever. And you know, I'm, I'm just like, know how everything works. I'm, I'm talking to you as I'm going through it because I know that a lot of you, like you're listening to this or people, you know, uh, you're going through it too. And it's not easy. It sucks. It's like hell. You know, it really just, like my last podcast before I relapsed was called Porn Prison. <laughs> like, that's where I was, I would say, um, until 18 days ago. It like, just felt like I was in this prison. Like, I couldn't get out of it. I'd be sober for a few days, and then I'd, I'd go back. And I, I it was like, I, I, I felt like that again. I'm like, I'm back. I'm back in this prison cell. And uh, to use the fighting analogy, it was just like, I'm just getting my butt whooped. And I keep coming back, but I'm not even, like, putting up a fight, you know? I'm not even putting up a fight in the ring. Like, I'm not even focused. I'm not even using the old moves that I used to. And then my opponent, like, they can just beat me easily because they know exactly, like, where to hit me, exactly what to do to, to defeat me. And, uh, yeah, it was just a really nasty place to be in. Uh, just felt completely low, completely ashamed, uh, guilty, Uh, I just felt like I let a bunch of people down. Uh, But I'm here. I'm here. I'm talking right now because the whole point of it is you got to be back. You got to be in the ring. You got to get in the ring. There's no way you're going to win if you don't get in the ring. You don't put your boxing gloves back on. You know, I felt like I hung up my gloves. And I was kind of like that uh, guy at the bar watching the fight saying, you know what, that used to be me. You know, I beat that guy once. You know, I, I beat him, uh, kind of felt like a little washed up, uh, you know, for a bit, like a, kind of like a has been. And that's not, that's not how I want to live my life. That's not who I am. Right. And I think when we're, we're stuck in this porn prison, we're stuck in this state of thinking about that, that fight where we got knocked out and reliving it through our brain. Uh, that's right where the opponent wants us. That's right. That's, that's, we're ripe just to stay in that state of mind. Because I think that's what the addiction or the problem, however we define it, that's what it thrives off of. It thrives off this negative energy, this negative emotion, these lies that we tell ourselves that we're not good enough. That no one could love us if they knew like what we looked at or, you know, what we searched. It's just not true. It's, It's not true. And the more and more that we realize that, the more and more that can help break, you know, this cycle. Get us back out of that prison, get us back in the light, get us back outside, get us back in the ring to where we're fighting again. And uh, I wanted to share this message to encourage you, right? Just to encourage you to get back in the ring to fight. So I have some good quotes here that I'm going to read to you that really stood out. Uh, this is something that I wrote in my Substack article. But uh, first is uh, philosopher Samuel Beckett. Uh, ever tried, ever failed. No matter, try again, fail again, fail better. So really quick, you know, like what that speaks to me about is if you've ever tried at something, you probably failed at it at some point, right? Uh, Like if you ever tried a sport or ever tried like music or really just about anything worth doing in life, there's probably a point where you failed. Um, You didn't do as good as you thought you'd wanted, you thought you were going to do. And it's disappointing, right? Uh, but no matter, right? Try again, fail again, just fail better. And I love that quote, "Fail better," because uh, <laughs> it just means to me like you can't lose. Uh, you can't lose with that mindset. I think what happens sometimes is we get in these mindsets where we just feel like we can't, we can't make a mistake. We can't fail. If we fail, it's just like it defines us, right? But I think what defines us is uh, in that negative way would be like if we didn't get up again to try again. Um, And especially with how important this is, I view it as like a paramount importance to get this figured out, to get my life uh, to a place where, you know, I can live without porn and it can be just completely out of my life. Uh, Because I think at its core, it eats away at our conscience. it eats away at our uh integrity uh i felt like i just couldn't look people in the eye you know even just going through like the last two months it just felt like at work or at um you know with family friends it was just so hard just to look somebody in the eyes and feel like i was being like upfront honest about who i am who i present myself as a human being uh, you know all the good things that i do feels like there's like the shadow over it because like in the background in the dark, you know, I'm looking at the, these images or these videos. I'm supporting an industry that I don't think has good intentions uh, for us, the consumer, uh, but also for the people that work for it. Uh, I think it, I think there's a lot of negative things that I'd like to get into in, in future podcasts, but, but I think that's like what the power is. It, it pulls you in because, it's kind of like, hey, like you looked at this, you know, you're a depraved human, keep looking at it, because, you know, uh, that's what you deserve, that's kind of how sometimes I feel about that, and how it pulls you in, obviously, images and videos and all that stuff can be very seductive, uh, attractive, it's made for a reason, right, to get our attention, and to hold it, Um, but, I think that's why it's a worthy fight to be in. And it's a worthy, it's worthy to keep trying to get that out of our lives and to keep trying. Uh, And if we do fail, just fail better. Learn from it, right? Learn, okay, at least for me, right? Um, And these are three things that we can think about is, you know, what's your why? Like, why are you doing this at your core? Like, why, why, why are you, why are you doing, um, Why are you doing these things? Why are you looking to live a porn-free life? Uh, For me, it's to live a life of integrity, to be my true self, and to help others, uh, to help others in this journey. Because I've seen how much pain that it's brought to me, others that I love, um, like ruined relationships. And uh, I don't want that. I don't want that in my life. I don't want that in others' lives. And if I can do anything... Uh, to help others, and to also help myself, I will, and that's a big part of, like, why I do it, why I live this lifestyle, why I try to live this lifestyle, right, and just because I fail doesn't mean that I don't believe in it, um, that, you know, I'm this giant hypocrite, because um, I do believe it, it is an incredibly difficult task at times, it's not like you can just turn the switch on and it's, it's good. It's this built in societal uh, programming. I feel like that we get at a very early age and it takes a while to unravel that and to, to get back on that, that pure path. So again, ever tried, ever failed, no matter, try again, fail again, fail better. And, you know, I mentioned one thing, your why I think the second thing is is being aware, being accountable. Uh, So like I was saying, like, being aware of like what you're doing like if you're edging like what your boundaries are you know what what's like your red line like what is a relapse for you um and then what are those edging behaviors or things that are kind of right on the edge of that behavior and then being accountable like having you know someone that you can you know share this with be honest with and having that built in to your days having a structure to it a structure of accountability is huge because uh, that that helps that helps because then if you are noticing the thing, these things happening you have a way you have a means to share that with somebody else uh somebody that can help hold you accountable and can help you know be your i think be your 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 best supporter as well you know in this journey And then I think third is just looking at, like, what are your healthy habits? What are healthy things that you can do uh, that can take the place of the bad habits, right? Uh, So I think for me, like, things that I've been focusing on have been uh, healthy use of screen time. That was a huge thing. So I've been really working to reduce my screen time. I think, like, as of now, it's probably about 50% down from the previous weeks. Uh, One of these things I've been using, it's called the Freedom App Really good app. Um, You can set up time to where it'll completely block certain apps, even the internet on your phone for a certain amount of time. So I've been doing that a lot during the work week. Also, been um, you can like schedule sessions basically, and uh, I found that that's been really helpful for me. I was recommended by my my coach, Vern, and uh, I've been using that now ever since I've been sober. And it helps you just block off times to where like you'll be on your phone. You'll try to get like on Twitter or something and it will just say, hey, like this time's blocked off, like, you know, go be productive. And then, uh, yeah, it's really helped me out. So I have certain times of the day that I looked at and I was like, hey, like these are times I think where I'm more apt to, uh, relapse to edge to, to, to kind of have bad behaviors. And I'm going to use those times to be productive and limit my screen time think other habits like getting outside going on the walks with the dogs um, I just had my knee surgery last week um, which was kind of more of a cleanup job thankfully I had a torn meniscus from a skiing accident last year so I'm pretty uh, pretty happy to get back outside and just to be walking uh, but going to the gym too regularly uh, you know working at least to get there you know three to four times a week and then um, just going to bed on time is a big one. Like getting in bed around 9, uh, shutting off technology at 10. Uh, that's, a, that's a big one. So three things again. What's your why? Uh, awareness and accountability. And then what are your good habits that take place of the bad habits? All right, here's another quote for you. It ain't about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. That, of course, is from Rocky Balboa from Sylvester Stallone. That's my Stallone impression. And uh, I just love that quote. You know, it's, we're going to get hit hard with things in life. We're going to get hit hard on this journey. You're going to feel sometimes like you just don't want to fight anymore. But just remember, just get up. Keep moving forward. Keep uh, We're going to have setbacks and that's like a part of the whole, that's the part of the whole thing. That's a part of life. We have times where we're just knocked out and it's embarrassing. It sucks. It really does suck. But are we going to let that define us? Are we going to let that define who we are? Or are we going to get back up? We're going to keep moving forward, keep fighting. And I think winning, right? Winning in its own sense, I think in this battle is just being in the fight, being in the fight. Of course, winning the fight is preferable, right? But even if you just get back in the ring and you make those attempts towards your sobriety, I think that's a win in its own right. When you're not winning and when we or when we lose, that's when we just stay down. That's when we just kind of give up. And I think what I've seen in my life is when those moments happen, it feels like it just really built it's like kind of like credit cards like it just builds up debt and then you have to pay it off eventually um i think it it, it builds it builds it builds the longer that we do it the longer we stay out of the ring uh i think just the amount of uh like bad habits build up the amount of shame of guilt and it i feel like it, it those like few weeks like where i was really struggling uh those were some really negative and dark places you know and Um, it didn't serve me at all. Like if I look back, I'm like, did that really help me? Did that really make me feel better? Did that really help solve all these feelings? I I was really, that were deep down, that were were negative emotions. No, it just made them worse. (laughs) just made it. So that was just like consistently just, um, just consistently just thinking about all the negative stuff and how as a failure and how, Just give up your podcast. Give up your writing. Like never do it again. Because no one's going to want to hear you. Or believe you. Because you're a failure. And that sucks. That's a crappy place to be in. But like where I'm at now. I feel like I am. Taking that on the chin. And I'm moving forward. And I'm back in the ring. So that's what I challenge you to do. Is uh, no matter like how down you're feeling. Is know that the right thing to do is to get back in and to get your boxing gloves back on and get back in the ring. All right, one last quote for you here. All right, this last one was written by President Teddy Roosevelt, the man in the arena. I love this one. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles. Or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again, because there's no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds. Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end of the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he falls, at least falls while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. The Man in the Arena. I love that. Uh, I think just how that applies to like recovery is. At the worst. We're failing to do something great. We're failing in the attempts to. Live our lives. With integrity. And I think that's a very valid pursuit. Is to pursue the life of someone who sees somebody as people not objects and somebody that can share these things with others that can be honest to its core just think about it when we're going through this struggle are we ever truly honest right can we ever truly be honest with our partner with our friends with our maker if we just continue to do it again and again and again and not change is that being honest with ourselves and i think the the pursuit to live our lives in a way of integrity in a, in a way of 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 being just i think that's worthy and i think if we stumble We're still we're still we're still fighting. We're still valiant. We're gonna come up short and short sometimes. But at least we're in the arena. At least we're fighting. So in some ways to me, I think that is this is a fight for your freedom, for your soul. I think when we hang up our boxing gloves, I think we do become observers of our own dreams projected through others lives we become observers of our own replay over and over again of us getting knocked out with the opponent mocking us with their victory knowing that they retired us to that bar where we're sitting there saying that could have been me all the while our gloves are still hanging on the wall and we keep looking down at our feet with shame and guilt it could have been me Those are words I never want to hear inside of me again. They're words of a quitter, and that's not me. It's not you either. Don't quit on yourself. Don't hang up your gloves because of what happened in the past. Learn from the past and believe in yourself again. Recommit to what your why is. Focus on awareness and accountability. And reestablish some strong, positive habits in your life. Remember that all the fights that you won in the ring, those are valid. Those are things that you can do again. Remember all the time you took it to porn. You knocked porn out on its butt. Channel that energy again. And know that next time that that uppercut's coming, it's going to miss because you're already throwing your punch. I'm back getting in the ring and I'm ready to fight. Are you So to close this out, one more quote, of course, from the great Muhammad Ali. Inside of a ringer out, ain't nothing wrong with going down. It's staying down that's wrong. Well, everybody, I hope that uh, helped you out, provided some encouragement to you. Get back in the ring. You know, sometimes just getting back the ring is just is just trying trying and knowing that if you fail you can get back up again and try again try again try again if you fail fail better all right everybody we're coming up on christmas here in the u.s i know we have some international international listeners um hope everyone has a merry christmas happy holidays uh i'm gonna try to get back to (laughs) getting on a better routine Uh, I'd like to get at least two out a month of my podcast uh, because I think it's important Uh, and I want to build up on this. I I, I do think that this is an incredibly important topic. It needs to be talked about and uh, I'd be happy to hear if you have any ideas or things that you'd like to hear about or if you'd like uh, um, any any kind of topics uh, for me to get into. I'd love to do that. Uh, my email, it's pornfreemillennial at gmail.com. Uh, I also have a sub stack. So it's pornfreemillennial. uh sub stack. Uh, I like to write. So I'm working on getting more out there. Uh, like Tips, stories, things like that. Uh, you can sign up there and subscribe. And you'll get an email right away when I post a podcast or when I post uh, one of my writings. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Have a fantastic day, and keep fighting the good fight. Bye, everybody.